Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Forever. Dog. He's got a jug of kombucha and he's sipping from it ever so slowly. And it's fascinating to watch. We're here with my guest this week, Chris Burns. Is that kombucha? It is kombucha. Okay. Look, let me look at it. It looks like it's hydrogen peroxide based on the bottle color. Healthy. Well, here's the thing. I do find if I have one kombucha a day that like I, I just feel better. That's fair. So that's why I have one like every two weeks. But <laughs> uh, uh. I like didn't have I like ran out of coffee and then uh. I just, you know, I guess there's tea in it. So that's how we got here. I haven't been to Starbucks in like three months. And I today went to Starbucks to get an iced Americano. And it just I'm sorry to all other coffee companies. It's my favorite. I can't help it. The thing Starbucks. So I I am a Dunkin' Donuts person because um, of how I I like grew up upstate. It, it's a Dunkin' Donuts territory. A Krispy Kreme opened. It was open for like two weeks and then went out of business. <gasps> but I got in a cold brew from there, and this was like before the winter. This was say nine months ago. There was a tiny bit of cold brew left in the empty cup. And I like threw it in my driveway at my parents' house before putting it in the trash can. And it stained the driveway <gasps> like 
to this day. No. Like, through the rain <laughs> of the whole, like, it rained for months. It's been a snowy winter and the driveway. Every time my mom's like, the stain is still in the driveway. How do you get that rid of that? Like a, ho- like a high pressure hose, maybe? I have no idea, but what is in it that it, it it's not getting washed away by rain and snow? Well, listen, I noticed that my teeth were going clear, not even brown. It was like Scientology teeth. They were going clear. <laughs> I was looking in the mirror. I'm going, <laughs> I was like, wait, why can I see my tongue behind my teeth? Let me see if you can tell. I think it's gotten better, but you see, look here. The very bottom. I, mean, I can't see through your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I can clearly see it. I bet Tracy can that the bottom of my teeth are going clear. Um, shout out to Elron. And I hate that. But I had um it's funny you mentioned that. I uh you know, I'm bad with children. Are you I feel like you would be good with kids, weirdly. I can't tell. I am pretty good with kids, actually. I feel like I know that. And by the way, if you don't follow Chris Burns on Instagram and TikTok, major mistake at Fat Carrie Bradshaw, one of the funniest. You always make me laugh. Also follow Betches where he works and the videos are hilarious, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not great with kids. Uh, The only kind of children I like are little adults. Like they have to be, Mm. they have to, first of all, sometimes I can tell the kids like, like me. And if I feel that, then of course that's my child. Like I'm like, oh, if they, there's something about me they find funny or whatever it is, then I'm like, okay, that's my child. Yeah. But if they're just obnoxious kids, I just don't have time. I can't deal with it actually. Really. I hate homes covered in toys. Like it just doesn't turn me on. I I don't know. Maybe I'm a different kind of woman. I just don't like it. No, I feel like here's the thing. I love them for like an hour ish. Yeah. Um, but you know when a kid really likes you and then they like, they're like, come play with me. And it's like, oh, no. Like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not getting down on the, like, no. And then their parents are, don't do anything. And I'm like, how am I supposed to tell this kid to leave me alone? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, no, now I'm drinking with your mommy. So if you want to go play, go. I'm very direct. Do that. I go, no, please don't. I'm like very, I'm rude <laughs> to children. I don't mind saying it. Um, I uh, bought gifts. There was a kid's. Basically, my like high school best friend's daughter had a birthday. So I went over backyard style to say hello and I bought gifts and I don't know what to buy children. I'm actually I'm a great adult gift giver, arguably too good. Sometimes mm. I get gifts. This is something I'm working on. Sometimes I get gifts that are so thoughtful. It's almost like sad for me. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> why did you put that much thought into something like slow your roll a little bit like i've i've bought gifts now that now thinking back i'm embarrassed because i'm like that was too thoughtful a gift i should have known better you know what i mean but i'm working on it um but with children i have no clue i have two nieces i literally am like do they like star wars like i don't know what to buy children like makeup i don't know see that's also and then i feel an obligation to be like the cool one yeah and then like i'm like drugs? I, I have to get like yeah uh, what do you want yeah pills a bag of a bag of you want you want you want my pill just go through my bag <laughs> take whatever you want but not that yeah I, I fortunately most of the kids i would have to buy gifts for are like still babies so oh, i that's just the like easiest. get a cute dress and oh. a pair of shoes they'll wear one time and then their mom will like send me a picture of and that's i'm like okay well there's the 50 bucks down the drain getting kids clothes is the best part. And that is actually when I see like small things, I'm always like, I love that. But for the, for her daughter, I was like, okay, I'll bring stuff. Cause she has three children all young. I was like, I'll bring stuff for them to share. So I went, you're going to laugh. I had to buy something in TJ Maxx. I swear. I hope she doesn't listen to this. I had to, I don't know. I was returning a dress or some shit masked up in line, two masks, TJ Maxx. And I see in the line at TJ's, they have toys. I'm like, Oh, perfect. So I buy, um, 
it, it was actually two good gifts, I thought. One was like a clear, almost like a two-liter jug, which you know how much kids love jugs. It was a jug and it was <laughs> we had like a pump on top and it was full of water balloons. So it was like a water balloon kit. I'm like, oh, that is so fun. It's Miami, summer hot, blah, blah, blah. And then a tub that was a rock painting kit because if you don't love a jug, you'll love a rock, you know? I thought, yeah. oh, this will be great. I think these are both great gifts. I was like, these are genius gifts. So anyway, I show up with these gifts and they're like not expecting it. Like, oh, it's so nice. Immediate fights from the three over the balloons. I want to pump it. Let me put the water in it. And I'm like, these are, I mean, and she's a wonderful mother. Her husband's lovely. And there were so many fights over the water balloons. They had to take the water balloons away. That happened first. Then <laughs> I left because they live near the water. I, I went to go on a walk by myself for, you know, just to get some steps in and I'm walking and I come back and Jessica is like really laughing. She goes, um, her daughter opened up the rock painting kit and opened oh, no. this is, and it's like a TJ Maxx rock painting kit. And like, I guess one of the paint tubes, you know, you have to like poke the end with a stick till it's like a metal yeah. tube did it. And the entire thing squirted blue paint in her eye, like, like all oh. over her eye. So then I look at her and she looks like, you know, Jennifer Lawrence in X-Men. What's that character? She's like half blue. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And their whole patio was covered in blue paint. And they have such a nice patio. And I was like, I really hope it washes out. She's like, me too. Y'all, that shit three weeks later is still there. And I'm like, I think my oh gift my ruined their patio. That's the whole story. Oh, my God. At least you weren't there when it happened. I know. If I had been there when it happened, I would have been like, well, also, like, sorry, that's not on me. I gave the gift. That is the end of my responsibility here. <laughs> yeah, but some, like, toxic, like, God knows where it was made paint. You know, that I'm like, here, And you're kids. like, oh, I can't even return it because it was on clearance in the <laughs> TJ Maxx line. I'm going to go back with the guy with the condoms and be like, look, this stained my friend's patio. My, f yeah, a bag of pretzels. That pretzel story still haunts me. Chris Burns, let's oh talk God. about your makeup routine. So you, um, well, explain to people what the videos that you make, because you'll be able to yes. do it better than me. Um, okay. So it wasn't always as good as it is. It used to be really bad. And <laughs> I was like, I, I've been doing it now for like five years and it used to be like really bad. I remember the first like makeup thing I bought was like a little, um, you know, the four color eyeshadow palettes yes. that like you can get at CVS. I literally got like one of those and then um, not even makeup brushes, like paint brushes from CVS, like for painting on paper. And I was like, this will do just fine. Um, and it looked goddamn insane. And then uh, my friend used to, my friend and roommate at the time would do my makeup for videos in the beginning when the makeup looks good in early videos. Like that's cause she did it. And uh, she would like tell me what she was doing as she was doing it. And now she lives in Scotland with her husband. Uh, um, my dream life. Yeah. But like when she was like moving, so you're going to have to like learn how to do things. So then that's what I did. And then I watched a lot of YouTube videos. So now I'm pretty confident. You in, do a good job in it. And I'm like, yeah, so, but it does take, like an hour and a half or two hours. Does it? And that's like when I'm trying to be fast. You know, it's interesting that I, um, you know, I have almost no makeup on. I have mascara on now. But when, um, like, I, I love doing makeup. And it's only been maybe in the past, honestly, year that I've been comfortable leaving the house without makeup on. Like, to go out, you know what mm. I mean, for dinner and stuff. Not for, like, errands, but... Um, I don't know why only recently I think just, you know, I'm, I'm more confident and I just feel like I can have no makeup on and whatever else. Uh, but people are always like, you have to do a makeup tutorial, do a video, do a tutorial. And I'm like, listen, 
there's nothing I can tutor you on. I've been doing it for 25 years or however, you know what I mean? Like I've been doing makeup yeah. since I was in the 10th grade. Like this is trial and error. Some days are not great. I will say something that I have a real issue with is contouring. Not for me necessarily. Cause I always say less is more like I will contour a little bit here using like mm-hmm. a tart palette that I have. Cause the trick is not to go too Brown. You have to go more gray than Brown. Yeah. If it, if it's too Brown and then it looks like sideburns. Yes. Sideburns. Yeah. Or how about this straight up shit? I know people who contour and they, and I, it's an insult to contouring because they, nice, good hearted people. They don't know how to blend and listen, blending. I'm still learning how to blend my eyeshadow. I have had people insult me to my face going, Oh, do you use brushes? I thought you used your fingers. I will not name who said that to me, but uh, I I remember you and I remember you saying it and you know who you are. Um, and it was said in a, it was said in a cunty way. It was not said as a joke just for the record. But anyway, uh, you know, it's taken time for even me to learn, but people learn how to blend that contour in because otherwise to me, it's literally stenciling shit on your face. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, I got one that's like too gray. Yeah, for that's my also face. bad. Uh-huh. And then it just looked like charcoal and like, just like ghostly. <laughs> like I looked like a fat skeleton oh my god that's what i wish i looked like that's my goal every time i do makeup make me a fat skeleton that's like what was it the kevin aquan contouring i'm curious it was um a bobby brown oh yeah i don't like uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. like contour yeah i don't love it either because i also got her like contour palette or like her bronzer yeah and i don't know what it, it literally was like a glass sheen over it and i was like this isn't working and i took a knife literally yesterday and like scraped off the whole top and now it's working but i'm like what the hell is this i have to tell you something i'm not a fan of bobby there are a lot of i'll talk i'll throw some shit down now no one sponsors me so i can say whatever i want i don't love a mac people love mac and i know like the drag community loves mac maybe i don't know how to use it properly i will i will cop to that it's too stagey for me i just don't know how to make it look natural I guess is the problem. I like Smashbox is like my favorite and their primer. I love Yeah, it's, it, a good primer changes the game. I don't use primer. What do you think? See, I, I, I think it'll change your life. <sighs> okay. I find it a little, I, I've used the clear Smashbox one and I just find it a bit greasy for me, but I tell you mm-hmm. that I do love me some Fenty and that's what I like. People are like, what's your secret? And I'm like, look, that Fenty foundation, it can break me out, but it's such good foundation that it covers what it's breaking out. It's like, it's its own best medicine because <laughs> it like breaks yeah. me up, but then it looks so beautiful on that. I just, well, that's addicted. Yeah, I get, I break out so easily. So I use like lotion and then also my secret is using a blow dryer. Wow. For, like between steps for everything. And it makes life so much easier because I also like glue back my eyebrows. So. Oh, you do? I, like, literally use a glue stick and glue my eyebrows so that I don't have them and then draw new eyebrows on so that they're more of a like a feminine shape yes um and a blow dryer on cool like if I don't have it I can't do it (gasps) I've never used that before that's such a good tip because when my eyeliner stamps when it's still wet I have to start over I'm like I can't believe this happened to me it's the worst like if you do your eyeliner and then after your shadow and then you blink and it's just like no it's like when you put binoculars on that has like paint around the circles I'm like wait like the the Bechdel test is that what it's called (laughs) definitely not but say it <laughs> yeah, that's the Bechdel test. If you get eyeliner, that's like know. an insult to women. I'm not Chris. a scientist. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, do you, I want to ask you this because you do dress up 
I mean, I'm going to call a drag, right, for your videos. How yeah. would you call it? I don't want to, you know, no, not I, I classify call it, it. I call it uh, a drag. I also do, like, drag shows. Do you? So, That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah, so, I, I mean, not in the past year, but yeah. I do, like, I do drag brunches and oh. all of that. So, but it's a difference in the makeup and what I'm wearing because I can, like, go crazy for shows with makeup and stuff. But when I'm doing videos, I'm, like, trying to look like a woman, so I can't be too crazy it's so fun i wish i gotta tell you i guess nothing's stopping me from doing like a full face of drag makeup but i do wish that there was and you know i i'm anything i say these days i'm like oh is this a thing that's going to get me canceled like literally even though i'm a good-hearted good-souled person i'm like i'm about to say something and i'm like is are people going to come for me after this but i do wish that there was a reality in which in which women um you know people who classify themselves as women could do like a drag makeup moment and like go out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it is see, performance makeup. It is. But kids today, kids today do do it. Do they? Yeah. They they call them bio queens. Is oh, I've a, never heard that. And there's like performers. I've like done shows with bio queens, and it's like women who were born cis women and identify as women, and then they like just get super dragged up okay this is like changing everything for me because i didn't know that that existed and it's funny because i watched drag race although i've sort of fallen off with this season a little bit i'm behind um Mm. you know what it's just for me after a while it just became a little repetitive even though i know that they're all brilliant and i watched the snatch game episode which was funny um i I also feel like the winners don't often reflect who really deserves to win like i thought simone should have won that week and she didn't and all this stuff i think rue is like going through something honestly. what's happening I, talk to me i i like i love her dearly you know because i feel like even i'm literally saying this as though someone from like drag race casting is gonna like blacklist me for all casting opportunities i hope for not i want you to be on um, it go on but also i'm just like i don't understand sometimes i'm like oh that bitch is definitely in the bottom and then rue is like amazing i love it tens across the board and i'm like are we not seeing the same thing i'm of one of two minds with rupaul where see rupaul to me is like the trailblazer stunning talented uh yeah. just i mean please like a, a god and a goddess all wrapped up into one but i do feel like there is this backlash happening now where you know with the fracking and certain opinions <laughs> that i guess weren't you know weren't politically correct or whatever it is where there there are people turning on rue and i'm sort of of the mind of like how can you turn on Rue? Rue is the whole reason. Rue has given visibility to a community that was that used to be trounced upon and is now one of the most biggest mega ratings. I mean, it's it's given Yeah. And she's also like how old? Like 60? Yeah. She grew up in a different time. It's and true. Really has done, I think, so much for the drag world. Like it's crazy. Has made it, has made it a a pop culture juggernaut i'll use that word i don't think i've ever used but that is really what what she's done i think it's crazy how it's like in all these other countries now and stuff and she's like in canada she doesn't even go like ever it's just like her on the video screen and then that's i'm like she didn't even come for the finale whatever it's amazing um and uk like people are living for her in the uk also michelle visage who I feel like is now a super like famous in the UK. Yes, big. And you can like see how much getting more money has affected her. Like Good I or feel bad. like she looks better now than she does has ever before. Oh. 
That's honestly my dream is to make enough money where I can look completely different. I, I don't think you get it. Like I would do the full, my joke is like, I want a mommy makeover um, so that I can, you know, I want a breast lift. I want all of it. I want to have everything done. A funny thing that this is how stupid I am. See, I'm a terrible manipulator. I'm just a bat. I just don't think like that. And I heard, I'm not going to name names, but I've heard of two couples through friends. Like I actually don't know them personally where the husbands cheated and the mm. women got, full head to toe mommy makeovers after learning about the husband cheating. And I'm so stupid that I was like, Oh, this is how actual dumb I am. I was like, Oh, that I said, you know what? Getting hotter, like, isn't going to secure their man. And my friend was like, no, they're getting hotter so they can get a new man. I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm so fucking See, I was dumb. thinking the exact same thing. I, where know. I was like, Oh, but I'm like, that is, that is some next level shit. Like I need to crank my own game up to start thinking like that. Like, yes, of course. My friend was like, yeah, they're using their husband's money to get the plastic surgery so that when they get divorced, they can go find a new guy. I'm like, that's so fucking genius. Like, how am I not? I wish I was that level. I was thinking the same thing where I was like, wow, that's so sad. And also something I would probably do where I'd be like, do you need me to change? I know. What can I do to change? But it's looks don't matter. Oh God, I want all of it. I just had, I talked about it last week. I just had Botox put in my neck. I was like, I've never gotten it. I want it in my forehead because like this, this giant fault line on my forehead, when I do makeup, like it cracks, all of a sudden it cracks. I know. Like I look like Humpty goddamn Dumpty who isn't getting, getting put back. Anybody but Humpty GD Dumps. Anyone but Humpty GD Dumpies. I can't. I learned a tick on TikTok from like a teenager, a trick to solve that. And it actually does work, but it takes forever because you have to use primer and then powder and then setting spray and then dry it with a blow dryer and then do primer again and then do your makeup and then it won't crack on your wrinkles. Well, you're basically but I'm like, spackling. I've been here for five hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're spackling your face like a wall at that point. I mean, that's like when you move out of a house and there's nail holes and you got to go to Home Depot and get the white shit to, you know, to like fill yeah, all the cracks Yeah, there's like beads in. of sweat coming from like underneath my hair because it's like the only place that my skin can, can possibly breathe. <laughs> Like I'm like giving poisoning myself by it. like uh uh what was the James Bond movie where he like died from Oh I have no idea. I don't know anything about James Bond. I think Bond. it was like gold gold something. Gold finger. Gold I finger. I can't believe I just made a James Bond reference, I know. especially because what what I meant to do was the Austin Powers reference that's based on a James Bond movie. Gold member. It is different. Chrissy, you know what we should talk about for two seconds, even though this is our Thursday show. Um it is interesting that we uh, haven't mentioned the Grammys or the Oscar nominations, which by Thursday, see, this is why I hate shooting, like not being live because like by Thursday, people are going to be like, who gives a fuck? But I watched only the last hour of the Grammys, which I'm embarrassed to say because of my son poisoning, but it looked like kind of a good show. Yeah. Someone wrote how uh, it's amazing that these celebrities are all wearing masks as though they're not all double vaccinated already and you know they all are (laughs) i didn't even think about that i did think like the beginning of the grammys i was like this is like i want to say trevor noah also like i'm not going to blame him for this but like the writing of it i'm just like this i'm not laughing let's let's say something about look here's the deal for me personally with trevor noah trevor noah is like supermodel hot as shit like he is so fucking hot it's ridiculous right agreed and I say this with so much love. I, he has never made me laugh one time. I mean, ever. And See, I don't know. I, said that. I don't know if it's because he's too hot. Because, like, you know, I have theories. It goes for men, too. Men can also be so hot that they're just 
not funny. And it's like, here's a yeah, guy. You never, they never had to develop a defense mechanism yes. of humor. <laughs> this is, we're like sea creatures. You know, we're like the octopus. Where I'm like, I developed this as like a yeah. deflection. And he's just like, it's like the 30 Rock episode with John Hamm, yes. where it's like, everyone just laughs at him because he's hot, which I, if I was in the room, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I've interviewed John Hamm and I, he sat, oh my God, this was it serious. I was interviewing the cast of Tag, the hit movie Tag. And, uh, <laughs> but I got to tell you, it was a really, really fun interview. The cast of Tag, actually Tag, I thought was funny, but it was an incredible cast. It was Jeremy Renner, John Hamm, Ed Helms, who was so lovely. Um, Jake from uh, New Girl, what's his last? I love him. He is, ugh. Oh, I've a real crush on him. Um, that girl that I think John Hamm, Jake Johnson. Oh, I fucking love Jake Johnson. Hot. See, Jake Johnson's someone who cute, so funny equals supermodel to me. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he has it really all. But anyway, but John Hamm was on a stool and I was sitting on a low seat and he just had his legs just spread just so the entire Uh interview. I was just thinking he wasn't funny at all, John Hamm, but he has John Mayer disease. I bring this up every week, Mm. which is the disease of people who Trevor Noah has it. People who are hot and also want to be funny. Sorry, doesn't work that way. You can't have it all. You are given John Hamm. You are an actor. You're an amazing actor. John Mayer, great musician. Trevor, I don't know what else you do, but I'm sure it's great. You're just not funny. It's okay. Like, you're not meant to be. We're not all meant to be funny. Uh, I could not agree more. And that's kind of, I was like, this is awkward. And then, like, it was outside. And then there's, like, cars you can hear. Uh, like Meg the Stallion was like giving her best new artist speech and it was so touching and then you just hear like cars drag racing by and she like has to pause and like look behind her <laughs> I'm like yeah it's just because you're on a main highway I guess what uh, were they the on? performances that were like inside and they made all the celebrities stay I guess because there was no audience but it was like everyone just looks like a production assistant like waiting to be called like Harry Styles is just like s- watching Dulipa jumper and i'm like you can just see on all their faces they're like seriously i have to be here until the end of the show it's like when you perform it's like when you do stand up and you're first but then you feel guilty leaving there is a whole thing (laughs) when you do stand up i get pissed if i'm in a show and i'm like last and i had to sit through some terrible sets i'm like you better fucking stay for mine a to see how it's done but b because i had to sit through your fucking bullshit and then everybody leaves oh i hate that there's a very everyone and they're like Uh, sorry yeah (laughs) (laughs) do it again show and i'm like bitch you are not going to another show you this is the first show you booked in months and it's like yeah that we should have a show wait chris listen when we're all back up and running we should start a stand-up show called sorry but it has to be whispered (laughs) and it's people it's the unfunniest people we know and you have to force all the funny or the opposite it's like forcing the unfunnies to sit through the funnies i don't even know but it we have to come up with a concept but i love the name of a show sorry I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually made that same reference because they had like Haim performing uh, first or whatever. And I was like, it feels like when you are doing a stand-up show at some like weird venue and there's like a weird band show right before the stand-up <laughs> show and you get there a little early and you're like, what the hell is this? And it's like three people watching Haim and dancing awkwardly was what I felt the Grammys were. Oh my God. Of. I'm sorry that I missed... Some of the perform I saw WAP with uh Megan looked stunning. I loved her. She did, but WAP, yeah. I was like, come on, why did we do that? They they had to change every, every single word. word. 
wet and gushy. And Cardi looked like she couldn't move in that like metal outfit, and her lip syncing was so off. And I was like, that I just felt like Cardi B. I felt like she was like, wait, this I can't wear a metal uniform and dance like this. And they were like, you'll be fine. Go out anyway. Also, all the words, every single one is completely different. Every word. Well, it's funny because I talked on my serious show about the kids bop version of what ass pussy. And it's like <laughs> water bottle. It's like so wet. My water bottle. Like there's like different lyrics. And I think there's one which is like delicious ass pizza. Like they have to change it to be for children. But you're right. Why even? And then awarding delicious it. Delicious ass pizza for children. It's something like that. <laughs> something like that. But no, it's funny that we, I don't know. You know, I'm of two minds, Chrissy. On the one hand, as someone who grew up, we I cursed growing up. I never was told not to say the F word. You know what I mean? Like I was given yeah. free reign. But like I am scandalized oftentimes seeing the songs that kids listen to. Like what ass pussy is dirty? Like that is a dirty. It is a very dirty song. But I'm like. It that's why like they shouldn't have done a kids bop version. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. I'm like, who's standing there with a gun to your head, being like, turn it into a song for kids? Well, like, because they just, have to. Because think about it, the kids can't. Like, if I were, I think if I really had children now, I would end up joining like a cult. Like, I would be like in Waco, Texas, <laughs> like in ankle length dresses. Like, I feel I'm I'm easily scandalized these days. I'm scandalized by TikToks I see, by the culture, <laughs> the dancing of these children. I'm I tell you it's one of the reasons i'm not rushing rushing to have kids i have one egg left my last egg literally (laughs) is amadeus on the deathbed shouting notes out and i'm like i'm not (laughs) rushing to have kids um (laughs) like truly it's like that thousand year old duck egg that like um what's his name andrew zimmer eats on bizarre foods that's my remaining egg and i'm like look i'm not in a rush <laughs> like the stinkiest egg left. Anyway, what else is turning you on pop culture wise, Chris Burns? Like, what are you into? I started binging Married to Medicine. Do you watch that at all? You know what's funny? I don't. And I actually have realized I'm off of a lot of Bravo shows and I need to get back in. So convince me. How do you like it? Well, I think the new season is starting now, but I started like from season one and they're, I think, in the eighth season now. Um, How's it going? It's inter- It's like Housewives, except some of them are doctors and some of them are married to doctors and the ones that are married to doctors call themselves um MRSMDs and mm. then they're like I don't understand like they'll be like just because Jackie is an actual MD like that does not mean she's any better than I am as an MRSMD and I'm like that's kind of exactly what that means also like, MRSMD <laughs> sounds like something George Bush like shot over to Iraq in the 90s it doesn't literally sound like, I'm like anything. just it's Mrs. MD is what they're saying and I'm like, like that. that that's and in the first season there's like a crazy fist fight at like a fancy cocktail party between wow. two of them um I don't know I think it's like interesting to see doctors behave in the way that real housewives do because I'm like if I I don't want my doctor to be on any kind of reality oh TV God. show. Like I want the ugliest doctor in the entire hospital. I want no bedside manner. I want like oh, I what? once had like a hot gay doctor, and it was I was just like I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like hot doctors. And he's are like, and you're here to talk about your growth, and I'm like, no, what? <laughs> I don't have anything wrong. I'm totally. <laughs> uh, so I want like a doctor that's just like. I feel no anxiety around whatsoever and is just going to like yell at me. You know, my famous hot doctor story. Well, first of all, 
you are right that and I find that the hottest doctors often work in the ER because they're like just out of med school and mm-hmm. so they're like really young and Full so tenacity. eager oh the tenacity <laughs> the tough acting tenacity of these of these men and women but I had one time um, I, I went to see the movie Unbreakable with my brother and his uh, at the time girlfriend uh, after a huge Thanksgiving meal and about an hour in I thought I was having a heart attack and I also like, oh my God. <laughs> so I made my brother take me to the ER and there was such a hot doc and he was like what's wrong and I was like um I think I had I, I also think I had like a reaction to wheat it was something was going on with me and I was obviously completely fine but another time and I forget what made me go to the ER for this but I went in New York and they handed me the gown and you know I and there's always a thing because I'm a, you know, six foot one girl. I'm a broad shouldered gal. I'm not a size six or, you know, oftentimes like, for example, at a spa, like I need the men's robe because I'm the size of a man. Like, and that's okay. It's just, I'm not a size six petite little woman. Fine. And I'm not offended by that, but they gave me clearly a robe intended for like a medium sized woman when I'm like an extra large. And I just was like, well, I don't know how to wear this. So I had it. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. I, I put it on like a DVF wrap dress that had like the strings. So, and I had a bra and my bosom was just heaving out of the front of this. I made it like actually kind of cute. I like tied it and like my breasts were out and I was just like sitting like on the edge of the little table. And this guy walked in who actually, you know what? I remember this was in Los Angeles and I was a Kaiser Permanente um, I used to joke that it was called temp to permanente cause it was like the shittiest insurance. But anyway, I went in and it was in this Kaiser hospital cause it was all under their like watch. And I texted my friends, Ben and Sylvia, Ben Mandelker from watch what happens can back me up where I was like, Oh my God, I've got him because they used to talk about this doctor who worked at Kaiser, who was hot as shit. And he was my, and I was like, you guys, and my friend, Jenny fam, I was on a group text going, I got him. He's coming in here. I, I can't get over. It's happening. Like an Adonis walked into the room and I couldn't. Like I felt so exposed. I can't even explain to you. I don't even remember what the fuck I went there for. I was, I think I hurt myself. I had to get an x-ray or something. And I just, he walked in and I was like, I looked down and I just had the, a heaving open breasts. <laughs> they were just like completely out. And I was like, doctor, I'm so sorry. And he goes, you know, you're supposed, you got that thing on backwards. I was like, oh, <laughs> such an idiot i had it on backwards and i felt so embarrassed and he was like not flirty with me at all which made me feel even worse you know you want them to then be like a little sexy with you and then there was like none of that he came in just totally (laughs) business i was like all right and then the guy came in to like wheel me i think i hurt my ankle or something wheel me to the x-ray room and he went you know you got that gown on backwards like everyone was telling it to me i was like i know and he goes you know what i always say he goes you got to put it on uh, with the opening in the back so that we can kick you in the ass once you get your bill or something like that. And I was like, that's funny. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> honestly, though, that I always remember now to have the gown open in the back because of that line that they have to kick you in the ass for the bill made me laugh. So that was really the whole that. story. You need it. You oh. needed that to happen to remember to wear a gown the correct Am way. Am I stupid? <laughs> I really thought you put a gown on like a robe. Like I just didn't know. And the end of the story is that he never looked at me again and it hurt. And it was, I did not like having a hot doctor. I went cause I had the flu to like an urgent care and it was a really hot doctor. And I also had, um, and I had like no insurance, I think at the time oh, or really no. bad insurance. So I was like, I'm going to like, uh, get my money's worth while I'm here. And I had like a cyst um, not like on my chest. And so I was going to ask him about it cause it was getting worse. And then I was like, Oh God, this is like so embarrassing. So I like was like, Oh, also, um, 
what is like this? And I showed it to him and he was like, that'll go away on its own. And just they like, always walked say away that without looking at it close or touching it. Or, but I'm like, but it's warm. And he's like, it'll be fine <laughs> as he's like out the door. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's warm. I hate that. Yeah. I'm going to go drown myself in the sink. Um, no, not the sink. Not but it did go drowning. away on its own. I still have the scar. I have to tell you something funny. I have a scar also on my chest from also like a little something there that I would always pick at because that's just who we are as people, I guess. Mm. And was also told, stop touching it. It'll go away. And like five years later, I still have a mark there. Explain that fucking shit to me. I hate that. I actually just texted Ben and Jenny to see. I said, what was the name of that hot ER doc back in the day? I hope they remember. It was like, he was Italian. It's like Dr. Montechulo Mm. or something. Oh my fucking God. He was... So hot. It was it was troubling. You're like, oh, I made some lasagna. I had some extra lasagna I brought over. <laughs> you must be hungry from working so much. It's like strapped to my chest like dynamite, <laughs> like a big Tupperware. I'm like, do you want some? I like open the gown. Um, come get it. <laughs> come get it, babe. Uh, I hope that they write back. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, so we, are, we love a hot doc, but we don't. Sometimes, yeah, I don't even know. I, I have yeah. so much to say about hot doctors. It does prevent you from being honest about your problem if i'm going in with something like super charming like i was hanging the christmas lights and i fell and hurt my wrist then i want a hot doctor but if i'm going because of a cyst i want the ugliest person that works there <laughs> we should have a new reality show called sister wives but it's just us covered in cysts and i'm just like spelled c-y-s-t-e-r wives sister sisties we call sisty wives and we're just so sisty everyone is like what is up with your cysts i'm like everyone's like this is not even for tlc okay we can't even have this on any network it's the learning cyst that's gonna be the name of my network um <laughs> that love insist chris are you uh i like to bring this up because i'm curious are you dating are you single and i say this only because pandemic has rocked everyone to their very core and i've seen people um get into relationships weirdly like in the past they've just people have hunkered down um there's a desperation that I find charming that people have right now, which I think will yeah. work in my favor at some point. But what is uh, what's your life like right now? No, I'm not dating as the quick answer okay. to that. I moved out of my apartment in New York like three weeks ago. Congrats. Uh, and I just moved back to my parents <gasps> for I like moved my stuff here. I'm going to L.A. for April and May um, to like test the waters and then we'll see. So I'm like bad at dating outside of a pandemic. So in a pandemic, like it's definitely not happening. And I have friends that have been like going on regular dates. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I just, it's a risk. It's a risk. I also like dating apps, like talking to anyone. I'm like, Hey, how are you? And then they're like, good. How are you? And I'm like, screw you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why don't you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I want from, from a conversation online. Cause I'm like, oh god, they're coming on too strong. Oh god, they like, there's literally no winning with me on a dating app. So it's really I tough. The apps are so hard too. Cause just to even message on it is like, how's your weekend? I don't care. Exactly. I'm like, I don't care. What is going to be? So you're going to LA. What's the hope in LA? Obviously, you're a brilliant actor. Are things casting now in LA? Like, what's the energy there? I think things are. So I had a friend of a friend who is like subletting her place that I otherwise probably wouldn't I would never sign a lease because it would be too expensive yeah. but for two months I'm like it's not that bad um and I've only ever been to LA for like a few days here and there so I've never spent like a good chunk of time there 
Um, do you drive? So you drive, obviously. I do drive. Okay. But I'm not going to, like, get a car while I'm there. Um, I'll just, like, Uber and stuff. And I've been working on a pilot with uh, Zeke. Actually, I think you know Zeke. Oh, my God. Um, from Survivor? Yes. Love so we've been, like, Zeke. Go on. Working on a lot of things, writing together. And he and his boyfriend just, like, got a house in Studio City with, like, a big pool and everything. Wait, so don't I'm, I also like, know his boyfriend? Oh, um, Nico Santos. Nico. Yeah, yes. we love Nico. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like gonna chill for. <gasps> Can you talk about your pilot? Because I feel like you got a. Um, if I'm not mistaken, your pilot was highlighted in something very exciting. It was, and it's changed quite a bit since then. It's called currently Fat Carrie Bradshaw, but it's um, <laughs> like basically now the story is. Fat Carrie Bradshaw, so like pretend it's me because it is, um, <laughs> is like managing a restaurant and really is obsessed with housewives. And um, I go to one of the like tapings of a party for what is essentially the real housewives of New York, but we call it something different. Yeah. Um, and I like make a scene and then Zeke is like one of the producers and basically it's, I become a friend that's like super sex positive and uh, um and like body positive and all that but then really I like am a fat virgin who um has no self confidence but yeah. I like pretend to be something I'm not to be on this reality TV show. So it's like a show within a show. It's almost like I'm getting um the comeback energy from it a little a little my favorite show, and I know she's a total nut, but that fat actress on Showtime. I mean, listen, have you ever watched Kirstie Alley and Fat Actress? Oh, I've never watched <gasps> Fat Actress, but it's listen, you know what? I'm in it's good. And Kirstie I, Alley would be my snatch game character. I would have to study her enough if I wanted to portray her. But I feel like now that we know she's a Trumper, she'd be very easy to impersonate. You know, it's it hurts me that she's a Trumper because I really think she I think that her how unhinged she is is why she is such a funny actress. And she is so that that is such a problematic show because I think the guy who's on it is also problematic, the comic. I I I don't even know. Everyone on it has like a rap sheet basically. But um <laughs> but honestly if you watch it and try to forget like who these people really are, it is hilarious and it's just I don't even know if you could make a show like that anymore called Fat Actress because it's like we're not, you know, we're in a point in time, which I think is healthy overall. And I actually will say that I do think the body positivity movement has been extremely helpful for me speaking. Like I I feel like seeing women shaped differently who look more like me versus these like Kendall Jenners out there has given me a boost of self-confidence, no doubt. But I also think on the other hand, we're policed for feeling self-conscious these days. And like, if we're not happy with something or if even on my like series show or on this podcast, I say like, Oh, I don't feel cute today or whatever. I'm then policed for like, why are you talking like that? Like you shouldn't feel that when I'm going, but this is how I'm feeling. Like this is just, if, if a pair of jeans are tight on me today or whatever, I can't just be like, that's fine. Things are great. Like, it's like, no, I don't feel good today. Like we are human beings. We have depth. We have emotions. We have feelings. And it's like, if I talk about that, don't tell me how to feel. If I don't feel cute today, why don't you mind your own business and let me feel this way? It's like, it really frustrates me in a way how, you know, people constantly, let me, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Let me say one other thing that I find incredibly almost rude where I actually have been watching how I 
speak about myself, both on Sirius and here. I've really toned down fat jokes or self-deprecation, but like a big part of who I am and my comedy is self-deprecation. It's just that is yeah, what I do, you know, and it's fun. But I have calmed it quite a bit. And yet I still have these women who come to my Instagram and they go, stop being so hard on yourself. Stop putting yourself down. Stop doing this, stop doing that. I'm going, wait a minute. I actually, I'm not. And like you saying that is actually rude. Like you're actually, you are putting me down in your mind and then coming and going, (laughs) hey, you're a beautiful woman. Stop putting yourself down. It's like, literally, I didn't put myself down one time. So where are you coming from with that? There's just this whole, everyone wants to control everyone. It's very annoying to me. And I'll end my rant there. Any thoughts? That's, I say, I, I'll, I'm like, I'm always fat, but like there's days that I feel fat and then there's days that I feel great. Yeah. And I, I feel like as long as you feel good, then that's what matters. Cause I'll be like, I don't care that I look fat, but like there's days where I'm just like, I feel like heavy. <laughs> Do you no, know what that's I mean? of course. But that's what I'm saying. And there I'm are like, days I just feel ugly or feel gross. And it's like, yeah. by the way, everybody feels that way. So if I'm speaking to that part of my personality where all women, like are women now not allowed to like feel bad about themselves or men, like at any point, like we're fucking human. We have emotions. We have sensors and chemicals and all kinds of things that, you know, we can't really control and that's just going to happen. So I find like yeah. everyone this, oh my goodness. It's like, I do feel like sometimes if I'm like, if I say something now, whereas before it was just like funny and then I'll get like DMs being like, you're amazing. And I'm like, thank you. But like, that's not like, I'm fine. It's condescending is what it is. It's actually, it it actually makes people feel like, Oh my God, like they don't feel good about themselves. Like I'm going to tell them that it's like sweet. And I know the intention is good, but honestly, at the end of the day, I do find it condescending. Like I've never considered DMing someone genuinely who even to be like, just so you know, you're so beautiful and so amazing. Like don't, it's like, no, these are strong willed people. Like obviously if someone's going through something, yes, but like, out of the blue yeah. it's psychotic blue i think yeah and i do get that quite a bit and i'm like thank you like i'm not a hero i just woke up today so <laughs> <laughs> exactly listen chris burns i adore you so much uh, just the sweetest angel there is so oh funny God, if you don't follow him at fat carrie bradshaw on instagram and on tiktok just stunning funny sweet lovely i can't say enough good things about you i adore you and go to uh, his new website fatcarriebradshaw.com and also good luck with your pilot and send my love to zeke and you two are just a perfect mix of humor and thank you delightfulness i can't wait oh thank you so much thank you for having me i love you i just adore you so much and guys follow me if you like at mishkal on instagram and on twitter uh also if you like you can review this podcast uh, five stars only. I mean, people leaving one star. I don't see you. You're invisible to me and dead to me. But the five star people, I see you and I love you. We love you. All right, Christy, I adore you. Thanks for doing the pod. Oh, please, thank you for having me. Air kisses, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. 
cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram X. TikTok, all the things, Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.